You are listening to From Sobriety to Recovery with Jesse Mogul, Episode 70. Let's get to the show. Oh, this show's the best. The best show. Best show. Best show ever. Welcome to the College Success Habits Podcast. Do you want to triumph through school and have a little fun along the way? Learn habits to help you attain better productivity and hacks to help you slide through classes at any age. Here's your host, college circuit speaker, Jesse Mogul. Welcome back to From Sobriety to Recovery. I am your host, Jesse Mogul, and it is always an honor and a privilege, pleasure, in fact, to have you here. Two shows this week because... I missed a couple shows while I was out of town and traveling. I made the mistake of not preparing for the trip and having some shows banked for you guys. So let that be a lesson to you. When you know you have a trip coming up, don't take your headset, assuming that you'll make time to shoot episodes. Go ahead and get the work done before you go on the trip, because honestly, there's no chance in hell that you're going to want to do any kind of work that's, uh, you know, you might, you might not, but let's just go ahead and err on the side of might not <laughs> and then you'll then you'll already have it done and you won't have to worry about it. So two episodes this week because I just got done listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Quick Brain by Jim Quick. And he talks about some really cool stuff all the time. And I'm gonna start, you know, really looking over his uh his show notes and stuff and see what kind of topics that I can put that college success habit spin on for you. For now, I really want to dive into uh, his topic for the episode I just happened to listen to. I don't listen as often as I would prefer, but when I do, because they're only like 15, 20 minutes, and if you fast forward through all of his promotional stuff, you really can get an episode in in like 12 minutes. Um, they're fantastic, too. I do not say that by any means to, to take away from what he does on his show. It's fantastic. But if you listen to enough of the episodes, you then you know what FAST stands for. And you definitely have heard about his book, Limitless, which I would recommend you get. Just like I'd recommend that you get College Success Habits with Jesse Mogul. And it's located on Amazon. They actually are printing them now. It is available in print. We made bestseller uh, over the summer, and that was super awesome. And I'm very proud of that. And one of the things that he talked about in the, you know, and again, I listened to like three or four episodes over the course of the last two days, um, the one I just got done listening to was he talked about purpose and passion, and I know we've touched upon some of this stuff before in the past. I know for a fact that um, I've discussed purpose and passion with you quite frequently, and uh, even I've even wrapped it up. And this is one of the reasons why I like to go off and listen to other content to see what other people think about um, things in terms of like how I think about them, because. I mean, I don't think that I'm always right about everything, but certainly when I hear that other people who are best-selling authors and very successful in their fields reverberating um, out the same messages that I am, and I didn't get the message from them, tells me that I'm doing a pretty good job and uh, I'm paying attention to what is actually happening around me and that I'm really, uh, you know, being forward-thinking and bringing to myself the new habit creations that are going to work out for me, and then if I know they work for me, I know they can be replicated, right? If it can, if it can be measured, then it can be replicated. I measure the things I do. I then know that they're replicatable, and then I can bring them to you. And so purpose, passion, service. The gentleman I listened to today was talking about purpose is passion and service. And when you're sitting there at school, and you're thinking about all the different ways that you're going to utilize the knowledge that you're learning there in college, I think it's extremely important 
that you are looking for things that you are passionate about to pursue. Even if you do happen to turn your passion into your career, at some point it still will feel like a career. If every athlete or model or actor or somebody who you might look upon and think, wow, they've got the best job ever. I think sports broadcaster would be a super, super sweet gig. I even started going to college for it, but I wasn't willing to put forth the effort it was going to take to achieve that. Super bummed about that now because I absolutely see where in the 90s, the space was nowhere near inundated the way that it is now. And I absolutely would have been able to do very well in that career. That being said, I chose alcohol and drugs over anything that had to do with my actual passions in life. I allowed alcohol and drugs to become my passion. So they ultimately just became like the purpose of every day was to get high and drunk. So you're not going to do that because you're paying attention to your life and you're reading my book and you're listening to amazing podcasts like this one and others, maybe even Jim Quick's The Quick Brain. And I would highly recommend that you do. He didn't tell me to say that. In fact, I can't even get him to come on the show, but I'm working on it. So when you start thinking about your your passion and, and figuring out a way to turn that into uh, your career, if that's you know something that you're interested in, and I know for a lot of us, you know, there's a lot of things that we're really interested in, and um, the way that the guy broke it down was that curiosity is like that infant baby stage, right? Then curiosity moves to interest, the the child stage. A passion is that teenager stage. Purpose is the adult stage. So when you are looking for things in your life to be passionate about, and maybe you think that there aren't things that you're passionate about enough to turn that into a career or turn that into a significant part of your life, perhaps a new hobby, passion, skill, talent, go into it realizing that you don't start off at the passion stage. You start off at the curiosity stage, right? That's the infant baby stage. You're just, oh, I'm really curious about the planets, right? Then you, you, you get curious enough and you start reading a little bit about it. Now you're interested. So now you go off and you pick up an astrology book or you get a, you get a telescope. Next thing you know, you're driving out to the desert to see the stars super pretty or you're taking a class on how to understand astrology better. And then that passion begins to grow and well up in you and then it can become your purpose. And then you turn that into now maybe you're an astrologist or maybe you're an astronomer, right? I think where it really touched me when I listened to this was to realize that, you know, sometimes I'm looking around like, okay, well, what am I passionate about in the field of self-help that I could teach on or I could talk about. And I'm not starting at the right place. I'm st- I need to be starting at curiosity, something that I'm just dabbling in, something that I go and read about and I seek out more information. If my curiosity plays out and, I'm, and it's actually something that I do find interesting, then I shift into the interested stage, right? That childlike stage from the interested and you could spend as much time on these in within these particular four areas as you desire. It's not like do these four and do them in a week or you won't find your purpose, right? You go from curiosity to interested to passionate to purpose driven. And so when you are looking for areas in your life, start looking at things that you get really curious about. Start looking at things that you're already interested in. And then the passion and the purpose will grow from there. So one of the things that you have to be extremely mindful about as you move through curiosity into interest, passion, and purpose is to be, and they say this in the podcast, is to protect your passion and your, uh, protect your passion and your passion protects you. 
is a direct quote that the gentleman used. Protect your passion and your passion protects you. What he means by that, and I can read a little bit into it, and I can also just you know, easily remember what he said was that, you know, there will be people, um, the guy's name, it's from a book, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. And when he says this, it's basically that people will put down your passion. People will not always agree with what you find extremely interesting. And they don't need to. Everybody doesn't have to be on board with the, with the way you think about everything, right? And from here, I'm going to start diverging into my own thoughts on this because I, I put a lot of thought into this. You have to be extremely careful about sharing with others what you're planning on doing, what, what where you're putting your attention, because then, then they have the opportunity to add their energy into it. Right, you go off and you tell your parents, "Well, you know, I think I wanted to go to, to college for sociology, but now I'm really into astronomy, and now I want to start studying that." And now other people are going to start they're, they're going to start throwing in their opinions. Your brother, your sister, your friend, your preacher, you teach other people start throwing in their opinions, and now their energy is part of that. You know, you're in your own world and you're making your own stew. You can talk to some people and and you know and you know, bounce some ideas about areas that you could go and navigate and learn about and, and, and deduce where you might want to go within a particular field. But just be mindful of being like, hey, you know, I, I know I was going to go to school for sociology, but now I want to switch to astronomy. What do you think? Uh, you're either, when you ask that question, you're either looking for validation or you're looking for uh, somebody to talk you out of it. And maybe if you get 10 people whose opinion you respect, who all say, yeah, dump, it, dump sociology and go astronomy, now all of a sudden you can say, okay, well, enough people have agreed with me, so it's a good idea. There's going to be a, a times where you're going to have ideas that maybe not a lot of people even understand, let alone are going to be willing to get behind. Think about the idea of doing a social media app for somebody like Zuckerberg back when he was younger. He comes throwing that out, I'm going to write this code, everybody's going to post their pictures and what they're doing, it's going to be this huge thing, it's going to make it, everybody's going to tell, everybody's going to tell the whole world what they're doing at all times. How many people would have thought that was going to work? I don't know what age I'm finding you at, but I, if you happen to be old enough to remember when shopping online started to become a thing, there were actually people out there who doubted the fact that the American consumer would be willing to put their credit card into a computer to buy things. How absurd is that? Even when I remember this getting people talking about this and this whole thing getting built in, in the idea of online shopping. I remember thinking the credit card companies are going to figure out a way to make sure that we're not held liable, even if something goes astray, because they're going to want us shopping online because now we don't have to leave the house. People already like to shop and buy things. Now imagine all they have to do is just go on a website, click a bunch of buttons, and next thing you know, they spend a couple hundred dollars and a bunch of crap shows up at their front door. So... People aren't always going to even understand the ideas that you have, and they don't need to, right? People will put your passion down, especially if they are close to you and they want to keep you safe. They say, no, follow the script. The script says, go to school, get out, get a job, get married, buy a house, get a dog, get a kid, get a mortgage, get a, get a car loan, and just jump, jump right into the system. 
Well, the system was built to create farmers, and then it was built to create factory workers. Neither one of those professions are worth a damn in this country anymore. Unfortunately, the, we, we stopped paying farmers what they're worth, considering they actually you know, feed us and all, and we send all of our factory jobs overseas. So what, are, what is the education system setting people up to do now? They should be setting people up to be forward-thinking adults. They should be setting people up to think on their own, to use their critical thinking skills, to be able to balance. No one has a checkbook anymore, but you should be able to balance your account and know how much is in it. You should understand um, civics about our country and about you know the the way that it operates, and you should understand morals and ethics and values, and that there's enough pie for everyone. Stop trying to take your neighbor's pie and just create your own pie. There's plenty of room on this planet for everyone to succeed. But when you start to go about sharing with others what you're planning on doing, if they don't see it the way that I just discussed it and the way that I know that you're ready to begin to think about it, that there's room enough for everybody to succeed and that your idea is just as justifiable as, you know, somebody who once, you know, the Wright brothers once told their parents, hey, we're going to fly in the air on a metal machine with wings and a motor. I guarantee you they got made fun of. I guarantee you people doubted them. Don't expect everything to fall into place right when you start to make these decisions either. Uh, Jay Shetty uses a puzzle as uh, as the uh, example in the podcast with Jim Quick, and it's a great one. When you dump out a box of puzzle pieces, you don't get upset that all the puzzle pieces are all over the place. You get that the goal of what you're supposed to do with a puzzle is put it together. That's what you're doing in your life. You've been doing that since you were a little kid and you got curious about things, you got interested, you turned them into passions. And eventually, if you're smart, you'll be able to turn those passions into a purpose. That's what's going to drive you. And, and, and understand that your purpose will change as you get older because your passions and things that you're interested in and what you are curious about, those things will change too. But if your purpose is, is attached to a higher value, like helping people have certainty in their lives, helping people feel safe, or contributing to society, or, fo- or focusing on growth, and, or if it's on you know, significance, and you know, that's where being a parent comes into play. If it's on growth, that's what I do. I'm a, you know, I'm a personal growth and self-help enthusiast, and so therefore I, I bring that to you guys. I bring that on stage. I bring that out there into the world. Right? Variety. You want the six human needs that Tony Robbins talks about variety, certainty, uh, love, contribution, significance, growth. Okay? Uh, I think that's all of them. Anyways, that's not the point of this podcast. Um, so you've got this puzzle, and you've got the, in, in, so your life is a puzzle. So your passion and your purpose, as you're putting all of this together in college, um, you know, life unfortunately isn't like a puzzle box where you can see what the picture is ultimately going to look like on the outside of it. You have no clue how all these pieces are going to fall into place. Right? So be experimenting with a couple things. Jay Shetty discusses how he likes to experiment with three things at once. This is a great opportunity to go to three different clubs and see which one you think that you would be the most interested in. Just because you go for a whole semester doesn't mean you have to keep going. If ultimately you just don't find it, you know, firing you up the way that it used to, or it doesn't fire you up at all. 
You know, um, I've learned and heard and, and Quick says it all the time, you know, small, simple steps. What's the next simplest step is something that I talk about a lot in my coaching sessions, right? Inch by inch, it's a cinch. And I know I remember inch by inch, it's a cinch from a long time ago. I mean, a snail and a turtle can make it miles as long as they just keep going. In order to begin to even remotely accomplish the things that you want out of life, you have to be willing to start to take action. They reference procrastination coming from a desire of perfection. And I, and, and you know, you've read my book, you've heard me talk about um, that perfection and procrastination are the very first children of fear, right? You're, you're, you're stepping out of this fear. You're being courageous, my principle number two, all right? It, if you look at your life as a gigantic puzzle and you realize that what you're curious about and what you're interested in and you're passionate about and, you're, and what you find purpose in are, are going to ebb and flow, they're going to evolve, then you will find that you are more able to be flexible. Principle number six, whenever you get into a situation where all of a sudden your purpose or your passion, they're challenged or you start to notice that something else is sparking you. Right? If your passions change, that's not a negative. That's just an evolution. But if you're not willing to put in the time to uh, and fall in love with the process of actually a, of, of going toward the goal, you're ultimately not going to want to work toward the goal very long. Right? You are you are you willing to put in those hours and hours and hours and hours to actually accomplish what it is that you want? Michael Phelps swam for years in, in, in the shadows. You know, people only barely knew who he was. I, I like to say that he swam in the dark. There was no spotlights, no spotlights on him. He swam in the dark for years until all of a sudden he came out and boom, shakalaka, seven gold medals. That hard work that it took for him to win seven gold medals and a couple of those, if you watch those Olympics, he won by like a, by like the the length of a, of a fingernail. But he was willing to put in the time to become an expert at those strokes, which ultimately led him to greatness that he will forever be remembered for. So if you are sitting there trying to put together this puzzle piece, assuming that you're immediately going to know how all the pieces go together, and then when they don't start going together or you get frustrated because they're not going together fast enough, that tells me that you're not really in love with the process. If you're if you're in love, if all you're searching for is that outcome, you're gonna sit there and pound your head on that desk until you put the whole puzzle together. But then it stopped being fun like 17 hours ago. You have to be in love with the process. Right? All the lights will not be green when you go to leave your house in the morning, but that doesn't keep you sitting in the driveway with the car in idle, waiting for all the lights to turn green before you start heading to class. Action is the only way to get yourself to class. You have to be flexible, principle number six, and move through this stuff. Principle number five, the, d- the discipline is what it takes to go from, you know, um, was it neovite, neocyte, um, basic beginner um, into the expert stage. It's going to take time. Your life will grow. You will evolve over time, but you can't grow and evolve if you're still just sitting there waiting to to water the plant. 
You know, they talked about Instagram in the episode I listened to. And today is the day that Instagram is 10 years old. You look back at what Instagram was when it first started, just a photo sharing app. And now you look at all the things they've accomplished. It is one of the most, you know, crucial um, social media apps in most people's lives. And that's not something easy to do. In 10 years, nobody has pushed them to the side. They have not been aged out by something younger. Snapchat tried. Instagram stole Snapchat features. MySpace tried to topple Facebook a long time ago. Now MySpace is an afterthought. They relaunched the damn thing and and nobody even cares. The key when you start thinking about these social media apps that you covet so much is that people had an idea, they got into action, they put it out there, and then they allowed it to grow and evolve and fix the bugs and the kinks and allow things to start to play themselves out. And that's what you need to be willing to do. All right, Don't try to overthink things and make them perfect right out the gate because that's not going to happen. So many things that I talk to you all about, these are things I have to actively do in my life. Yesterday, I put on a presentation for realtors in order to introduce them to the world of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, so that they can communicate better with their clients. That was the very first time I'd ever said all of those words in that particular order to that slideshow. It could have gone substantially better. No one wanted to sh- no one wanted to buy in for the four four hour workshop, you know. No no one asked questions afterwards, right? I mean, and mind you, there was only four people there. Four people. I've spoken in front of hundreds. But I understand that anytime I, if it's just one person standing in front of me, then that is the best audience I need. If only one person listens to this podcast and they take something valuable away from it and it changes their life and they're never the same and they go on and they're able to grow and evolve into a better version of themselves, then that's all the audience that I needed. Most of us are going to find ourselves in a position where in order to actually achieve what we want to achieve, we have to step out of the darkness and into the spotlight. You can only swim in the shadows so long until you have to put the spotlight on you. I can practice these presentations. I can sit here and edit down all of my podcasts and cut out the ums, ohs, and uhs and the stutters as my brain starts to connect words. I could do all that, but I don't want to because I want you to see that that there's a fallibility in me. It's okay for people to see the fallibilities in you too. If you're willing to not take any kind of critique or commentary from them personally, let them do whatever they want to do. And this goes back to what I said before. If you protect your passion, your passion will protect you. If you just you hold it close to the vest, you don't share all your intimate details with just any, you know, Tom, Dick and Harry who comes down the bend, right? Then your passion is able to protect you by being there for you to focus upon it. And then at some point you can pull out of the shadows and you can put it in front of people and you say, see what I have created. But if you just tell people that you want to create something without having actually created it, then there's, then there's all this self doubt that they might have about themselves that they're going to project upon you. They might doubt that they could actually accomplish something like that. So they'll tell you, oh, you you know, you should, you shouldn't try to do that. That's going to be really tough. It's going to take a ton of time. Well, yeah, most things worth having are tend to take a ton of time. College isn't done overnight. It can take four to six years. If you want to go doctor at PhD or, you know, medical doctor, lawyer, you're looking at eight, maybe even more. So now you're going to tell me that you're not willing to put in a year or two to take a curiosity into an interest, into a passion, and perhaps it becomes your purpose, all because it's going to take a year or two? 
That's what you're doing in college. And guess what? Time is going to pass regardless. Regardless, you know, barring a major calamity, right? Let's let's just live in this perfect world where we all get to live to be 99.9 years old and, you know, we get to pass away peacefully in our sleep on our 100th birthday. Barring anything, you know, that takes you off this planet, time is going to pass. You are going to live. So if it takes you 10 years, like it could take me 10 years to learn the ukulele well enough to be able to play a bevy of songs, whatever. Either way, 10 years is going to pass. I'd rather practice the ukulele for, you know, three or four hours every week, breaking it up into nice little pomodoros every day, than not know how to play the ukulele. I've always been curious about stringed instruments. I played the violin as a child. I got interested in it. I practiced it a lot. I got picked on just to a a ridiculous degree about the violin, so I quit it. But I really liked it. And so now that I'm older, I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want. Start doing whatever the hell you want now. As long as it doesn't directly hurt someone else, do whatever you want as far as it it concerns what you're going to do to better your life. Doing whatever you want while your roommate's trying to sleep and you want to you want to throw a kegger in the living room is not cool. So when you protect your passions, your prote- your passions will protect you because it gives you this thing to focus on. It gives you a driver in your life. It gives you a goal to reach for. You keep it safe and it will keep you safe. You are flipping the script. Nothing about what's happening in this society now looks the same way that it did in the mid-90s whenever I started college. The internet is a behemoth now. It was was a neophyte back then. Neophyte. Ah, My brain did figure out the word. Right, it was at it's the youngest stages back then. We were still using black screens with with green font colors and the little cursor thing flipping on it. Right, I remember writing com- computer code in my freshman year in high school, and it literally was like a bunch of zeros and ones, and like this little stick character would walk across the screen and then turn to me and say the word dog. Right, the world we live in now doesn't even look anything like it did ten years ago when Instagram was invented. So find what you're curious about, turn it into an interest. You won't even have to turn it into an interest. It will just naturally be an interest of yours. All right. And then start taking action on on making that a part of your life. It, it, It will just, this curiosity, interest, passion, purpose thing, it will just happen so organically that you'll be magnetically pulled to these things. And if you don't turn your your passions into your career, that's fine. But if you start looking, and I'll leave you on this because we're going to do value elicitation down the road. If you start to turn your passions, uh, if you're looking to turn your passions into your purpose, the key to me, and this is what I love to, this is what I teach my clients. You have to discover the value you've attached to a particular passion that, that will turn it into the purpose. If you feel purpose driven about being um, a sociology major so that you can help underprivileged people navigate the system of, uh, of uh, government assistance, then there's a reason. Do you want to help that provide safety and certainty for them, right? Do you like the variety of all the different kinds of clients that you'll have, right? Do you want to be able to contribute to your society at large and also into other people's lives? Does this give you an opportunity to grow and to, and to become a better version of yourself, right? Do you find love and significance through this? When you tie in the six human needs into your passions, then they will automatically bring purpose to your life. And if that turns out to be an amazing way for you to make a living, then awesome. Then awesome. 
because that's what going to college is about. It's about learning what it is that you want to do with the rest of your life. And you don't have to have it all figured out right away, but you do want to at least understand the uh, pattern that will drive you to be able to figure these things out. Yes, my seven principles are your guiding light. They are your North Star as far as once you get curious, interested, passionate, and purpose-driven on something, now you know how to develop a growth mindset, right? To be courageous, you know, to, to understand that you have to be decisive. Right? It's cultivate courage, not be courageous. It's cultivate courage. Then it's be decisive, right? Then you're going to take action. All right, then you embrace discipline, you, fl- you exercise flexibility, and you embody tenacity. I mean, this is the reason why those principles exist, is to help you drive yourself forward. But understanding that curiosity begets interest, begets passion, begets purpose, will now explain to you how you can begin to discover new things to be interested in. Don't expect to be falling in love with everything you come across overnight. The things that fire you up, it'll happen organically. You'll be magnetically pulled to them. And then once you decide to do something, get a small, simple step, take action, right? Experiment with multiple things at once until you find the one thing that pops up to the top. And remember, when you go sharing your ideas with other, it opens you up to their projections, their criticisms, their perspectives, their opinions, for them to attach their beliefs onto what you're doing. If you're good enough to block that away, then by all means, invite people to know what you're up to. If not, then you just say, you know, I'm not saying keep secrets from your family and friends, but I'm saying if there's something new that you're dabbling in, you know, keep it close to the vest. It's okay to have things that only you know that you're interested in. And whenever you're ready to take it from the shadows into the spotlight, you will have progressed enough into it that if you do find yourself um, being swayed by other people's beliefs and opinions and, and, and attitudes and projections about what you're doing, you will have made enough action toward you know, your ultimate goal. Right, Standing there, you will have made enough action towards your ultimate goal that their opinions won't matter. I almost jumped straight into another metaphor or analogy, but it was like, if you're standing there at the beginning of the Appalachian Trail telling people that you're going to do it, they're going to give you a million and one reasons why they think that it's ridiculous you want to walk from Georgia to Maine. But if you finally let everybody know, hey, I'm already in North Georgia, or I'm in, uh, I'm in, you know, Southern South Carolina or the South part of North Carolina, right? Then you've already started. Right? You've already made a pretty significant headway into your ultimate goal of finishing the Appalachian Trail in Maine. People aren't going to necessarily try, try to talk you out of it once you're already 1,000 miles into a 4,000-mile journey. It's okay to start something and get along with it before you let everybody in on what you're doing. And don't overthink it. Don't try to expect it to be perfect. Do not procrastinate seeking perfection. Understand what you really, 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 really to the nth degree want with your life and pursue it with abandonment. And understand that if you're not in love with the process and you think you're just going to go out there and boom, shakalaka, you know, now you're holding up the Super Bowl trophy or you're accepting the Oscar or you're on the cover of the magazines, there are 10, it's not even 10,000 hours, it's like 20,000 hours that it's going to take 
you know, to ultimately achieve certain goals. Not all, certain. Just be prepared for that and be okay with it. No puzzle is ever finished 20 minutes from opening it up and dumping it out on the table unless it's only 10 pieces. And then you know what? That's not challenging. Anyone can do it. You would never brag about that. All right, guys, that's it. You understand it. You see it. Curiosity, interest, passion, purpose. Follow the seven guiding principles that I talk about in the book. Be thinking about this stuff because you're online. You're taking classes in a whole new way, most of you. And the bottom line is, is that this is a really amazing opportunity for you to ebb and flow and for you to evolve and grow because of what's going on in 2020. A few years down the road, no one's going to want to hear your excuses for why you got bad grades or you didn't graduate college or you chose a bum-ass major. Oh, well, COVID was going on, so I just sort of went with it, and that's why I'm this crappy major, and I can't find a job that pays over 25000 a year. Ain't nobody going to care about that. Don't allow yourself to talk yourself out of doing something that will radically change your life for the better and take you to a whole nother level of yourself that will lead you towards your meant to be. It's out there for you. Your purpose is your passion in service. Discover that, and I'll tell you what, that saying that my dad used to tell me, if you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life. I can guarantee you that every athlete at some point still knows that they're working. They still have to practice. That's a working day. Hell, even fa- even photographers who take pictures of naked people at some point were like, yeah, this is a great job. Naked women are always in front of me. I guarantee you at some point they were like, oh my God, I don't want to go to work today. I just want to play on the video games and watch Netflix and chill. Everything will turn into a job at some point. But if you're doing something that drives your purpose forward, that makes you a higher version of yourself, that will be sustainable over the long haul. And that is a very, very good habit to create for yourself. See you next week. Inclusivity over exclusivity, the power of positive energy. Release it and flow. Bye-bye, y'all.